This is Sarah Elizabeth, and you're listening to Front Porch Radio in Columbia, Tennessee, 101.7 WKOM. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter. Like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. Built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Brown's Body Shop, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin, is here to serve Murray and Williamson County. We have over 50 years of business with all the experience combined. All insurance claims, as well as unibody and frame repairs and glass claims are welcomed. Call today for selected insurance companies, 931-381-4915-Columbia and Franklin, 615-794-1959. Or check us out at www.brownsbodyshop.com. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. 
Quick Mart Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I want to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Tony B., welcome you to another edition. It is your Tony Basilio Show, and it is uh, woo, pretty historic. Pretty historic day to be alive and well with you. So yesterday we were, you know, kind of on the air doing our thing and appeared on Plaster Show. I was talking about this yesterday. You know, you, you kind of are cruising along and you got a little topic and you're talking about it and you're, you're sort of doing your thing and you're, and you're getting through a day. And well, let, me, let me back up here. Let me, let, me, let, me back this, let me back this train up here. Great Wednesday to you and yours. We've got stacked and packed program out in front of you uh, dr sean sinclair will be by here momentarily and we're going to talk with him here i got my breakfast on my face that's unbecoming of me here i'm looking at myself in the uh in the mirror but i ate something really quickly i've had a kind of a busy day and i just ate something i i, I remembered i forgot to eat so there you have it um get a little coffee in me here so Adam Sparks is going to join us here momentarily. And Adam Adam has done some great reporting on this thing, as he will. Yesterday we were on the show just kind of doing our thing. And Pat Forty, his reporting was so smug yesterday. And look, there are a lot of people in the, in the national media that are hoping Tennessee would sit there and just lay there and, you know, flop around. And um, I... In talking to people yesterday, and we wrote this in the blog. I, I worked on the blog yesterday afternoon and then touched it up last night after the show, but after we got off the air. But I, I'll tell you this. Um, the full-throated effort by everybody involved, and Sean, I'll bring you in here. For so long around here, there's been a hammer and nail deal going, and Tennessee has been the nail to everybody else's hammer. And it is so fun. I was told yesterday that they knew this was coming. Obviously, this has been simmering for a while. But they knew that this somebody was going to leak it eventually. And it was going to get out. And they were full-throatedly prepared. Now, did I know the AG was getting involved this morning in the latest developments? Uh, no. And we're going to talk about all this. But when you see the AG... Uh, in a lawsuit along with the state of Virginia striking back at the NCAA. The ramifications of this are that when you see something like that, that's basically them saying to the NCAA, we've come to see the wizard. We are going to look behind there. We're going to see an old man uh, pulling on a few strings. The emperor has no clothes. Put your cards on the table. Our hand's stronger than yours. Let's go. And, and I think this is a radical departure from what the national media thought. 
the way Tennessee was going to pre- to to present themselves. Donde Plowman is not to be trifled with. I don't know who hired her. We're, we're kind of digging on that to see who's responsible for her being here. But she, they had a this all planned. I'll go first. I'll jump out there. I will issue something to the NCAA. We'll put that out. This is all coordinated. And, and I'm here to tell you, I got time for it. Now, Adam Sparks is going to join us here momentarily. We're going to further the story, discuss it with him. But I've got a ton, a ton of time, all kinds of time, as they say in the trade, for this. Because in these situations, as you've seen, you can either be the hammer, you can either be the hammer, or you can be the nail. It, it, it is it is your, it is really, at this point, it is your choice. But when the Attorney General of the State of Tennessee gets involved, and the Attorney General has been invited on the show of record, we're waiting to hear back, but we'll see what happens. We're hoping to get the Attorney General on today. But the state's attorney general, along with the attorney general of the state of Virginia, and I was told you can expect other states to get involved, the, <clears throat> the attorney general, along with the attorney general of Virginia, are suing the NCA for violating federal antitrust laws. And this is from the attorney general's, uh, in the state of Tennessee's Twitter account with its anti-competitive restrictions on the ability of current and future student-athletes to benefit from their name, image, and likeness rights. Randy Boyd came right behind this. And somewhere in there is Danny White. But the real driver of this thing is Donde Plowman. This is her show. And she is awesome at it. And I was told yesterday that though the commissioner of the SEC has been silent thus far on this thing, that they uh, issued that statement yesterday in simpatico with the Southeastern Conference, who stands with Donde Plowman, who last summer, uh, she became a rock star in the eyes of the SEC commissioner. I'm telling you, this lady, I don't sell for people on here. She's a rock star. She's a rock star. And now, Sean Sinclair, I'd like your thoughts on what we've seen here because this is um, this is pretty historical, what we're seeing here from the uh, state of Tennessee and from the University of Tennessee's response. It's a far cry from what we've gotten used to here as Cupcheck University. We're Cupcheck the NCAA today. It really is. Are you there, Sean? I can't hear you. You're going in and out on me. In the same direction. And also, just tired of being the whipping post. I mean, it, it, this has been like this ever since uh, the Linda Bensel Myers uh, era of Tennessee athletics. And it's just been one after another. Now, we've, we've certainly been our own worst enemy at times. And there are some things that we have deserved to look in the mirror and not be proud of. But, you know, uh, particularly impressive in her letter was that um, she stuck her neck out against a ton of 
counter opinions when she went uh, scorched earth, uh, totally transparent, and did everything possible to put us in the best light with the NCA, and then to just turn around and uh, be accused publicly of of doing stuff in a poor way. Uh, she, I, I guess she's just not going to have any of that. And, um, because it, as chancellor, it falls on her, falls on her resume, it falls on her reputation. And apparently she's just not afraid to flex on these folks. And I'm glad. I'm also glad that, um, she's there because that, as you pointed out, uh, Danny White will, uh, he's got some politician in him and will, will protect it. I'm, I'm not saying this in a bad way, protect his, uh, career and, yep. and his identity for sure. future uh, jobs, and uh, you know this usurps any kind of decision making that he would have to have to be involved with. Uh, also, I think this puts I think this puts her in a uh, uh, similar situation. Ten fifteen years ago, the Arkansas AD came out of nowhere with a bold I can't remember what it was, and the next thing you know, he's he's just becoming the guy and the first head of the playoff committee or something like that. So I think you're going to see a lot more of uh, Donde Plowman's name in the, in the national uh, spotlight. Also uh, the way she worded all of these things that does not pit Tennessee against the NCA. It pits tennis. I mean the NCA against the student athletes and she's buoyed by a Supreme court decision that was unanimous in favor of the student athletes. So this must, this might be the first shot across the bow to eliminate the NCAA. It's not going to correct everything, but I think what she's looking to do is just get them to the table so that we can get some kind of momentum to get a harness on this thing uh, so that we can start looking into the future and start playing on level fields. Well, one thing I want to talk to Adam about, because I know he's talked to people from all over the place, I, I do believe that there are, is an expectation from the states of Tennessee and Virginia that other states will follow and jump on that lawsuit because really what Tennessee is saying there, essentially the NCA is you're feckless. She didn't use the term feckless, but we need clarity. We need clarity. And by the way, uh, and the reason that she, the first thing I was told yesterday that they, Tennessee is frustrated with this Baker guy who's the new head of the NCA because he came in riding on a white horse saying, I'm going to fix this. Um, we're going to give you some sort of guardrails, some sort of direction. And he's done nothing. He, 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 he literally, so far, has done nothing. And then, just a little background here on how this got out. So, um, the guy, Forty, Pat Forty, I was forgetting his name for a second. Pat Forty has this axe to grind with Tennessee. Okay, it is what it is. And Tennessee fans exacerbate him on Twitter and social media, and they can do that. And Okay, fine. And he's butthurt over what happened with the Shiano thing. And those guys got kind of undressed in that. And they take it personally because it's a, it's a slap at their power. Okay, all that's true. The, the thing that's buried in there, which I found out yesterday, is that Pat Forty went to an NCAA, like a boot camp thing that they had for a few reporters, and they invited him in. And this was the what's left of the enforcement arm. And uh, he wrote about it. So you, you can look that up if, if you want to look it up. But basically, uh, I don't think the NCA was really excited or happy yesterday that 
internally that he got tipped off on this. I don't think they wanted this. And so, in a way, he is going to become a useful idiot in all this. Because the end result of this now is that the NCAA is at the end of Tennessee's crosshairs, and they're not playing. When, when you talk about the governor of a state, who, by the way, is an Auburn graduate uh, and an Auburn fan, as we know, but, we, but nonetheless, when you talk about the governor of a state, when you talk about the attorney general of two states, when you talk about um, uh, the chancellor firing off a, a missive like that, that is that just in your face to, to a new president of the NCAA, he does not want any of that. That was not a good day for him yesterday. See, Pat Forty and his ilk thought Tennessee's on the run here. Tennessee's not on the run from anybody. Tennessee, if I can use a, a, a phrase we heard back in the fall, they're standing on business here. And they're basically saying, if you want some of this, you come get some of this. We'll see you in court. And by the way, we know how this goes in a court of law for you. You know how this goes in a court of law. For, in fact, we're, we're going to skip that step. We're going to take you to court ourselves so you can get you some. Let's, let's, let's have the courts once and for all settle this. Sean... Bad day for the NCAA. Pat Forty thought that he was checking Tennessee yesterday, and he didn't check anybody. He didn't check anybody, Sean. That thing backfired. No, and you had the you had the usual suspects, uh, you know, riding his little apron tail, and you know, trying to get some attention. Pete Thamel and some of these other uh, New York Times sport the the absolute dying. Um, Sports Illustrated. I'll throw a different thing on there. I'm not so sure the NCAA uh, isn't happy about this because it is going. It, this doesn't help them at all. Meaning, uh, investigating all of these silly things. They don't want to do that. I think the. I think it's in uh, the NCAA. This may be like the. This be maybe like the person that wants a divorce uh, but can't talk about it, and then and then purposefully gets caught cheating. This may be something that the NCA says, okay, great, now we can get to the table. Everybody's on board. Uh, we'll take a shot across the chin, and then uh, hopefully we can get something because Congress doesn't want to deal with it. And I don't think this is a Congress problem. Nope. The NCA has been, uh, been a monopoly for decades. They have treated the players as chattel. They have uh, absolutely got on, you know, huge uh expense reports and all this on the backs of 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 the athlete student athletes and then throw them to the side so uh, i think the ncaa might take this as an encouraging thing adam sparks now joins who's done some great reporting on this already and will continue to as this is historic Uh, you you cannot overstate what we've seen in the last 24 hours since the initial report broke, Tennessee's response to this, the entire weight of the state of Tennessee, uh, through the governor's office, uh, through Randy Boyd issuing a statement today, uh, Adam pointed out, and I bring Adam Sparks in now with your Knoxville News Sentinel, who does a tremendous job covering Tennessee. And Adam, thank you for joining us. Uh, on short notice, and we always appreciate your time. Hope you're doing well today. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing tired today. Uh, I, 
I thought maybe we were done with this. Uh, I had heard rumblings about Spire and Nico maybe the next target of the NCAA. I heard that back in – I mean, a lot of us heard that. I, I, I heard that sometime during the Pruitt – I think maybe around the Pruitt hearing about nine months ago. Um, and I, I thought, okay, we'll see. Sort of shrugged it off eventually once we went through this football season. Thought, well, that, that's, that's just not going to happen. And uh, here we are again. This is the fifth year in a row that in, that UT is in an NCAA investigation. It just seems like we're on, we're on Groundhog Day at this point. One exception this time is Tennessee's response to it. You know, usually the NCAA gets involved in something, you see something like that, and it's a hammer ver- hammer nail uh, type of situation. And the, and the member institution that's named in this becomes the nail. And, and the NCAA, well, how hard are you going to get hammered? Today, if you look at the, where the where it looks like the shoes lie in this thing, the hammer happens to be the the University of Tennessee, and the nail today is the NCAA. When you see two states saying we'll see you in court, um, and we want clarity, I, I was talking to somebody about this, Adam. I want your thoughts on this behind the scenes at Tennessee. They were very frustrated with this new commissioner Baker, who promised when he came in clarity, and he's done nothing. And, and then they turn around and all of a sudden we want to go back and adjudicate something from two years ago when you haven't given us any clarity. And we were operating under the rules as they existed back then. And now all of a sudden, I mean, we have shifting sand here. I thought you were going to provide leadership. You talked about the way some of the terms that Don Day Plowman used in that statement, that email that they turned into a statement. I mean, Adam, that's pretty unprecedented, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, there's a couple things there. Number one, if any Tennessee fans that think this is sort of nothing, I heard that from a few fans yesterday, like, ah, this will come and go. The fact that Dondi Plowman used that sort of venom in that email to the NCAA president should tell you that this is a serious matter. Now, I don't think Tennessee fans should panic, but they should be concerned. Um, she's taking this very seriously, which is why she she lashed out in that way. Um, number two, y- you can tell this was very strategic. Of uh, we were buddies with the NCAA last time, but the gloves are off this time. Um, you know, it's yeah. The NCAA has has a, I mean, it's it's got a lot of problems. It has for a long time, but in the NIL thing, it's so weird. I mean, Charlie Baker, the new president put out his proposal, what, a couple of months ago, and part of his proposals are actually in the opposite direction of what the Division One Council proposed a couple weeks ago. Like, they don't counter each other directly, but, like, they're going in different directions of whether you're reining in NIL or you're loosening up NIL. Um, it really depends on the week that you look at it. And what's probably what's probably surrounding Tennessee, and we can speculate, it's been reported to some extent now that this, some of this involves Nico, is that I, it's, it's interesting timing. If you look back to a story that I wrote in May of 2022, I tweeted it uh, this morning. May 2022, the NCAA came out with an announcement where they said, we are going to retroactively look at in NIL potential NIL violations that have occurred before retroactively, and part of that is we're going to look at we're going to view 
NIL collectives in some instances as if they are boosters, which would make NIL collectives, you know, make NIL deals uh, fraudulent violations. And by the way, that was seven weeks after Nico committed and presumably signed his NIL deal. That looked like at the time it was probably directed at Spire and Nico. In retrospect now, uh, it looks like that's absolutely what it was. You know, what's interesting, um, another thing that I was digging on, because I don't think Tennessee has had the uh, warmest relationship internally with Spire. I I don't think that's breaking news. I I think everybody's getting kind of used to what the space is and – but they've come together uh, recently, and I think Tennessee is very comfortable with the way they're doing business and conducting themselves. And, Adam, this thing, like you use the term concerted or uh, uh, there's just a sense of togetherness on this thing that we have not seen from the state level to Tennessee's administration to the attorney general to the memo, the message that uh, Spire released yesterday, everybody in this thing is rowing in the same direction. What is the significance of that to you? Well, I mean, it's a lot. There's a lot of fiery words there by a whole lot of important people, um, and I think those could those could carry a lot of weight. Uh, obviously, I mean, Tennessee's message in all this is, "We'll see you in court." That, that seems to be the the uh, unspoken phrase, we'll see you in court. Um, that's at least the signals that they're putting up. And, you know, I don't even know who the plaintiffs are going to be. Is it, it going to be Tennessee versus NCAA? Right now it's the state of Tennessee versus NCAA. Is it going to be Nico Yamaliava versus NCAA? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, but it's a lot of fiery words. Uh, here's the thing, though. The NCAA is still in charge. I know we roll our eyes at that, but NCAA is still in charge, and it's obvious that they're trying to flex their muscles here uh, to hold on to what little power that they still have, but they are still in in charge. And, you know, we could fast-forward this a few months down the road. What if they come out and – I'm speculating here, but what if they come out and say, well, Nico is ineligible or suspended or something, or – Tennessee gets a postseason ban because this is a lack of institutional control? Or what if Tennessee just decides not to abide by that? What happens then? Because I think that's a realistic possibility if something like that happened. What if they just refuse to abide by it? Then I think you have to bring Greg Sankey into it. And then there's, there's, there's more stages to this coming and if the NCAA backs off, they've sort of put their neck out there now, so I don't know that they're going to back off. And everything that I hear is that there's more schools in line. Um, I've heard anywhere from five to, like, 20 schools are, are still on the list that they're going to hit. They, they hit Florida State with NIL. Uh, they hit Florida with NIL. Now it's Tennessee. Uh, don't be surprised if Texas A&M is the next one. Um, any Anybody that you look at from the past two or three years, they had a high-profile uh, kid that got a lot of NIL money or a recruiting class high-profile that got a lot of NIL money. That's who they're targeting, and they're trying to go back in time and enforce what, what wasn't even clear on the on the books back then. Putting toothpaste back in the tube, so to speak. 
Yes. Yep. Which is never works. So you say a couple of interesting things there, uh, and I'm taking notes as you are, are talking here. What if they come out and suspend Nico? I mean, you say that's a possibility. Uh, that seems like well, let's go, let's go back here. So the report that broke yesterday, okay? Obviously, Tennessee was expecting this at some point to become public. When was the NCAA going to promulgate this? Because that obviously was leaked out yesterday, even though Tennessee was prepared for it, because this thing has been simmering behind the scenes, as I was told yesterday, which, uh, as you say, they've been whispering about it for months now. So obviously, they really had their ducks in a row here. It speaks to the great leadership of Donde Plowman, the fact that they've got this far-reaching deal. I understand and you told me this back uh, in the summer, that the SEC commissioner is very fond of Donde Plowman and grew very fond of her as a professional uh, with the way she operated back in July. Um, and you told us that on these airwaves. Uh, certainly, Tennessee has an ally in Greg Sankey, and certainly Greg Sankey is not going to let the NCAA roll over this school, the University of Florida, Texas A&M, Auburn, Texas, these other schools that are spending big money on on, on some of these football players. Because then you lose your competitive advantage if you do that. that. That is the read on this, yes? I mean, it's hard to say. I, I, I don't know. Sankey does not want to do what Charlie Baker, the NCAA president, has presented. Um. He, he, I get the sense also he does not want to blow up the NCAA. There's been opportunities for him to push that further down the road, and he hasn't. Um, so he, he, you would think he's probably – he may straddle the fence on some of this. On the other hand, we, we kind of all know it's inevitable. At, at some point, we're going to get to a flashpoint where the, the there's a breakaway, the NCAA becomes – formerly formally irrelevant and and the schools just agree not to abide by rules or to have the rules rewritten or or something like that whether or not this is it i I don't know i do know my initial reaction when this happened when this came down was uh okay this is this is the one this is yeah sometimes you you're caution yourself well you're too close to it this is the story on your beat so you think it's bigger than than maybe others would but Nico was the first poster child of the NIL era, and and this is the NCAA with some controversial policies going after uh, going after Tennessee and going after that NIL poster child in a way that really no other member school agrees with. And so this could be the one that breaks it. This could be the one that that the flashpoint that changes what the NCAA is moving forward. But a lot of that is going to have to do with Sankey. He, he's going to have to back Tennessee in some way for that to happen. It is interesting, talking to somebody about this earlier today, though he is in Tennessee's corner, it is interesting he hasn't weighed in while the governor of the state has, while the state attorney general has, while everybody at the University of Tennessee has. It's interesting that publicly – Thus far, he stayed out of this. How far does he? How long does he stay out of it? Um, I mean, he does have behind him. He does have the fact that he's the commissioner, and typically, the commissioner 
doesn't jump in with both feet this quickly. Um, he he knew this was coming. So it's not like it's a surprise to him, but he gets a little more leeway because he's representing all the member schools. Um, he he's been on the infractions committee, uh, the NCAA before, so he has to protect that. Um, but yeah, I mean, each day that comes by, if he doesn't comment some way, you have to wonder where he's going to come down on this, and and also how serious is this going to be? You know, uh, Florida State got some penalties, but they weren't. They weren't egregious penalties. Um, what did they what, get? What do you remember? Turned, off the top of your head, do you remember? The assistant coach got some type of penalty. I think it was some kind of level two, and they had to distance themselves from one booster. And see, that would actually be my question of, is does this ultimately come down to punishing Spire more than the mm. university mm. or or Nico or any other athletes or – baseball program, football program, whatever sports are involved. I wonder if it's focused more on the collective, the third party, than it is um, than it is a school or an athlete. It is funny that if you if you even read between the lines a little bit in Dondi's in Dondi Plowman's statement, mm-hmm. yes, it, they're in line with Spire, but also there was some distancing there from Spire. Mm-hmm. Um, there was sort of a cat and mouse thing there, you know. During the Pruitt stuff, Tennessee said, hey, the guilty party is over there. His name's Jeremy Pruitt. We wash your hands of that. They didn't do that with Spire, but you could see in the language that Donda used of saying, you know, what goes on with that third party, that collective, is between the employee and the employer. And that's that's not our gig. We're separate from that. So there was some strategic distancing there. And, you know, maybe the NCAA looks at that and reads that and says, you know, the culprit are the collectives, and they're going to try to come down on them. Adam Sparks with some highly interesting and thought-provoking stuff here. Tennessee is on full-throated offense. What's the next step? What do you think? Where where does this thing go? Does it lie for a while? Uh, Does one side give in? What, What happens here? Yeah, I mean, the NCAA has the next move, I think. Um, you know, and they can take their time, and I, I think they probably will. Um, that we've never known the NCAA to to get in a hurry on these things. They don't cave necessarily to to tweets or or media immediately. They can sort of go into their cave. So I would expect that them to have the next step, but you know how long that takes. I don't know. I mean, you know, we said that, like, the worst-case scenario, the things that Tennessee fans fear the most is, like I said, Nico ineligibility, just speculating here, Nico ineligibility, postseason ban, some kind of sever from Spire, and those sort of things. But really the overarching fear is that this lingers for a long time. You know, like I mentioned, this is the fifth year now that there's been NCAA investigations surrounding Tennessee at least uh, Tennessee in general, but probably Tennessee football. And there's junior day, There's the, the coaches are out recruiting. You don't want to go to spring practice and have to ask Nico if he's going to be eligible or ask Tennessee if it's if it's fighting against a postseason ban again. You just don't want that. But if the, if the NCAA wants to drag this out in the, in the manner that they usually do, this, this could go for a while. I guess Tennessee's hope is we'll call your bluff, 
you'll resolve this quickly and we'll all get about our business and move on with our lives. You get to keep what power you have. You can uh, couch it as uh, you looked into this and there wasn't anything there. It was just an inquiry anyway. Uh, no charges were filed uh, as per the uh, original reports that came out. I mean, that could be the way this could work out. But again, that's usually from an just thinking out, thinking about it from an NCA perspective. If you've wanted to hold on to some power and save some face, that's the way you would go. Because invariably, I, I think. Adam, if you look at Tennessee's per, just their countenance here publicly uh, and the way they've positioned this, let's say the NCA comes back and says, "Hey, Nico's not eligible. You know, you, you guys violated rules." Um, I think Tennessee would not abide by that at this point. I, I think that's accurate. What do you think, Tennessee? Do, I, I don't think they would pull him off the field. No, I don't think so either. And I mean, obviously, we're 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 both jumping way ahead. But these are the things that we think about. I know sure. these are things that the callers are asking. Absolutely. About. Because I mean, let's be fair. If 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 a softball player has an NIL issue with the NCAA, we can shrug our shoulders and say, "Well, that probably wasn't fair." But we're talking about the five star quarterback, and that's what people care about. Yes. And, and a postseason ban is what people care about in football, and a few other sports too, but especially football. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I don't. I, I, is it as simple as Tennessee wouldn't abide by it, or would it be something probably? Maybe the approach is we're going to take this to court mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we're going to play this out. Mm-hmm. And you know, I mean, here's the thing: Nico's got two seasons here. May mm-hmm. have three, three, maybe three more seasons. Right. But if you're talking NFL draft, he's got two seasons. And really, I think this season is, is uber important because if you look at the rest of the roster, the rest of the roster is actually set up more for, for 2024 to get to the playoffs, not 25. Could happen both years, but offensive line, D-line, the personnel is set up for it to be this year, not next year. Um, and so if you need to drag things out, then I guess so. You know, if you remember back to the Pruitt thing, there was a lot of criticism about the NCAA dragging that out. Once we got the documents and looked at it, it actually looked as though there were times when UT dragged it out for their own purposes. And so, you know, maybe you could do that here. This could be over in a couple of weeks. This could be over in, in several months. I suspect it's going to be somewhere in between those two. They acted a little quicker on the Florida State NIL case than they have others. But if I remember, that was more of sort of an agreement. Florida State took its medicine and moved on. I don't. I don't see Tennessee taking its medicine unless it's a very, very small dose. Which could happen, right? In other words, Tennessee calls their bluff. They win. Uh, the NCAA says, "Hey, well played, checkmate." We want to hold on to what little power we have till we all figure out what we're doing here, and, and then we'll uh, and then we'll all get about our business and move about the cabin. I mean, that that seems like that is the most plausible conclusion to this because if the ncaa goes to court adam one thing we've learned is they're not going to win yeah they're not going to win there There, there's in fact there's no way though like if if vegas was installing odds in that deal i mean they would go into that what like a 500 to one shot i mean yeah yeah yeah. they're they're over for quite a while yeah um they're the uh, they're the they're the tampa bay bucks of the 70s 
You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I mean, <laughs> the restraint of trade, the all that stuff, and the courts have told them before. Hey, look, get your house in order. And for a while, those those administrators have been saying, "Well, you know, we really would love the Congress." And the and they're they're like, "Look at their latest hearings. Get your house in order." And the Supreme Court told them, "Don't you dare come back here again. Don't you dare come back before us again, or you're not going to exist." And, and, yeah, I still don't understand the approaching Congress to fix this. Right? I, I don't. Have these people not watched TV? Like. You know, political news in like the last thirty years, they fix Congress nothing. Likes to say a lot of angry things. That's it. Not do things. That's right. <laughs> that's that's what's going right. to happen. You have a lot of politicians on both sides of the aisle that are going to stand up and beat a podium and say this is unfair. Somebody needs to do something, and NCAA is going to say we'll do it, and they say, well, no, no, I'm, I'm Congress. I say words. I don't do things. You should do something. And that, that, that's how this is going to go. No, nobody's going to fix this. Um, and I, I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know where it's going to go. The, the, the funny thing about the NCAA is they actually their posture lately has been more to move forward. Like, hey, we kind of screwed this up, but we're going to try to direct it in the right way. And you can't be looking forward in that way while also reaching back and enforcing rules retroactively. It just you, you kind of have to pick a direction. And, and what's typical of the NCAA? They're contradictory and they're hypocritical. They can't figure out which path they're going to take yes. or which direction they're going to go. And right now they're trying to go in both directions. Yes, because because I, I have somebody pushing back saying, well, you know, the, the Plowman letter says that no UT employer athlete did anything wrong and eligibility is not an issue. That's, that's Tennessee side of it. Yeah. What you're saying is the NCAA could turn around and say, oh, no, 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 no. That's your opinion. Our opinion is this, you're suspending him, and then we're going to have our flashpoint. And you think it could get to that? It could. I mean, what you said before, the um, you know the other scenario, which is probably what I would advise the, the NCAA to do, yes. is to have some type. You know what, if, if you've got a penalty in mind, like I think, I think if I remember at Florida State was they had to sever ties with a booster for mm-hmm. like a year. Right. You know, if, let, let's say the New York Times um, article is their reporting is is on point, and that there was a um, private private jet that flew Nico somewhere that sure. was, and that right. that was a booster, and it was a recruiting inducement. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. well, sever ties with that booster for one year, and and then you're then you know then then you're done. Like if, if that's the way that the NCAA would go with it, Tennessee would complain about it. But then they would just move forward. They would claim victory. Right. NCAA would save face and live another day. It but would I be a victory. That's right. From where we are right now, if that's if that's the result of this, it would be a victory. And then thinking out loud, let's say they decided, hey, you know what? We're going to turn our ire on Spire. That's what we're going to do. We're we're going to turn. We are going to turn um, our ire towards Spire. You would just ref- you would just form another collective. That's how this would go. I mean, yeah, I was talking to somebody yesterday, and they said, you know, yeah, that would be a vacuum, and it'd be filled by another collective, maybe similar people, same people, whatever. I, I, I do think that would happen. My only fear for Tennessee would be that there would be a lag period, a gap in there. You know, you couldn't do it overnight. It takes some weeks. It takes a couple months or whatever to get that going. And in the meantime, you depending on when it happened in the calendar, you 
could potentially have a payroll, a, a payroll under the rules, within the rules of a roster that would be saying, hey, who's paying me now? And the portal's opening up, and who's paying me? Well, we're getting the collective together in a couple months. You know, you had paid. You, know, you could have a lag period in there. You could have one recruiting cycle yeah. where you miss out because, hey, if I'm an opponent of Tennessee, and I know they're getting negative recruiting right now over this. Sure they are. If I'm an opponent of Tennessee, I'm going to say, our collective offers this much money. How much does Tennessee? Oh, wait, they don't have a collective. Yeah, they say they're going to have one here in a couple weeks, but they don't have a collective. So where do you want to go? And so you could have a gap there that cost Tennessee one year. And something, you just can't afford yeah, to do yeah, that. Yeah, something tells me that they're not going to have a that, that they've got backup plans on top of if if their response yesterday is any indication, they've got backup plans to backup plans to backup plans, Adam. I think they've kind of thought this thing through, kind of like we are. Hey, now what about this? What about that? What about if they go after you? Okay, if they go after you, we'll just move this over here, and then we do business tomorrow. Because, I mean, what is what is putting a collective together? It's just announcing, hey, we've got this new thing, and this is what we're going to call it. And you can even have the same people run it. I mean, it's the same. I mean, it, it, well, yeah. all, all we're doing is moving pieces around on a board here and calling it something uh, uh, different. Um, but, Adam... If folks want to interact with you, how do they do so? And ultimately, the ball's now in the NCAA's court. Short-term, long-term, mid-term. I asked you this earlier, but we're kind of uh, walking through this together here. Um, short-term, mid-term, h- how long is this thing going to take? What do you think? What's your What's your sense of this? You're, you're generally very good at this. I think weeks. I, I, you know, I would I would think this would be done well before spring practice. I think yeah. it's, I think it's weeks. I'd be surprised if it went longer than that. But usually, whatever you guess on the NCAA, it's it's going to be longer than what you think. And it really do, just depends on how harsh things are. If there if there penalties that the Tennessee can stomach, it's probably over quicker. If it's harsher penalties, this thing will go as long as Tennessee wants to take it. Adam, you're the man. If folks want to read more, how do they do so? And I appreciate your time. Yep, good to be on. Uh, in print, the new Sentinel online, knoxnews.com, and on Twitter at Adam Spark. Thank you, Adam. Great talking to you. Yep, we'll see. So this thing is about the Nico deal. People were, yesterday were saying it was across several sports. And look, that looks good on ESPN's crawl. But this thing is all about, hey, you guys got this guy, and he's the cat's meow, and he's the best quarterback in the game. And, Sean, we, we were talking on here about Nico, if he was available today. The asking price for him, based on that bowl game, the asking price for him would start at $2 million. So he's going to be a bargain. He's going to be a bargain. He is, and it's, it's interesting that there's – Every everything that they're talking about Tennessee, you can just put any other school's name in there. That's right. I mean, it's interesting. You know, Bryce Young, uh, Nick Saban, uh, quipped real quick at the uh, spring media days that he was already the first million dollar NIL guy, uh, and that was before his I don't know what his third year, yep, uh, second year. So it's you know, and on and on and on. Yep. Uh, the Downs kid. I mean, this goes on. So I have a feeling this is. Yeah, for those for those wussy recruiters that want to, that all they can do is negative recruit. Fine, it'll be it'll be fodder for them. But I imagine that all the athletic directors are trying to get in touch with their AGs to see if they can get on this to 
uh, especially Florida. Uh, you know, Miami, all three of the big schools there are, are under the watch eye. So I, I I don't think we will go into this alone, but I don't think, you know, this could turn out to be a Kirk Flood thing where yes. Nico and the, and the UT becomes just the uh, gold standard. Yep, he, he becomes, uh, Kirk Flood was the flashpoint when he was traded from the Cardinals to the Phillies, That uh, ironically enough, that ultimately led to free agency in baseball which ultimately led to free agency in all these sports. You know, the Freeman McNeil case in the NFL in 1991 uh, was another flashpoint. And, and maybe Nico uh, becomes a flashpoint in this thing. But for Adam to say that he feels like, hey, this, he's the center of it, and potentially the NCAA could come back and say, hey, this guy's not eligible. It doesn't matter what Tennessee wrote in their, in their thing yesterday. The NCAA can say anything they want to say to you. Because truly the rules are so nebulous, and there are no rules. Uh, and there were no rules when Tennessee was recruiting him. And this is the wild, wild west, as we know. But I've got a little insight into that deal that Spire has with him. If you think these Spire people are acting foolishly, you, you can think again. This James Clawson is a very, 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 very savvy, smart, intelligent human being. And, and if you think for a second that they went into that Nico deal nilly-willy with what at the time was the specter of that, that uh, Pruitt case hanging over Tennessee, you, I mean, you got another thing coming. But we're, we're way late for a timeout. I got to come back on the other side. It's uh, it's interesting because there's a hammer and a nail here, and for once Tennessee's not a nail. They're telling the NCAA, if you want to play, we will play. If you want to play, we will play. As we continue with more on the other side after this. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Alert, alert! Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram has a huge announcement. We're expanding our service center to get you in and out quicker than ever. That's right, five new service bays to get your vehicle back on the road. Don't drive a Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, or Ram. It doesn't matter. Our certified technicians are trained to work on all makes or models. More service, less time. Only at Columbia Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram. Family owned and operated. You can count on us. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. 
Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big, no tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113 or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trawood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. Debbie Matthews grew up and lives in beautiful Columbia, Tennessee. As a realtor, she is well-versed in homes, neighborhoods, development, and schools. She wants to share her love of her home state with others to help them find just the right place to raise a family, open a business, or develop a dream. From luxury listings to land, she can handle it all. She is the current leading producer, Nashville Realty Group. Contact Debbie Matthews Realtor at 615-476-3224. That's 615-476-3224. Columbia's own 8th Annual Mid-State Classic Collegiate Softball Triple Header returns on April 2nd at the Ridley Sports Complex. Columbia Central versus Spring Hill at 10 a.m. Then it's Columbia State versus UT Southern at 1.30. And at 5.30, the Lady Volunteers face off against the Memphis Tigers. Tickets are available online at columbiatn.com slash midstateclassic. Tickets are $10 and good for all three games. The Mid-State Classic, April 2nd. See you at the game. Hi, I'm Kurt Green. If you're looking for a great night of acapella music, all you've got to do is come out on the 24th and you'll see us at the Cherry Theater, 7th Element. And you will have such a great time. I'm hoping that all of the community comes out and supports this wonderful concert. It's at 6 p.m. I don't want you to miss it because you can find it so easily on Eventbrite. And just look for 7th Element in France. You're going to love it. Get your tickets today. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. So, 
One of the points of contention in this deal, uh, as we welcome you back on a Wednesday edition, and and my man Watson Brown's going to join us now. We're going to do some Wednesday with Watson Brown, I, and I, and I told Watson, I said, look, you know, this thing's kind of a circus behind the scenes. I can drag you into this or drag you out. He said, Tony, I love talking with you. So you do what you're going to do. And I said, Watson, we love having you. But I, I want to bring Sean Sinclair in here and Watson Brown. And um, Sean, say what you just said to me off the air, because one of the points of contention here is Watson appears in our TLD Logistics Hotline, as Adam Sparks of the New Sentinel just did a moment ago. And then we'll get some phone calls in. So those of you that are hanging there, hang there, and and then we'll get to you. Sean, the, the private plane thing, talk, talk about that, because I want Watson, as I bring Watson in. Watson, let me be uh, gracious and, and gentlemanly here and say good day to you. It's always a pleasure, my friend. Ditto, my man. Always fun. Much love to you. Sean, you. Sean and I were just talking off the air after you and I were visiting on the phone. And, Sean, what did you say about the private plane deal? I'm going to get Watson's thoughts. Go ahead, Sean. I don't know the I don't know the intricacies of the rules and laws, but I can tell you that thirty years ago I picked up many a recruit and a position coach at the private hangars over Knoxville, and it wasn't a UT plane. Watson's life. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the heck they're talking about. But uh, if this is new news, then I'm new news, baby. Watson, that's, that's that's ridiculous. And no, and that and and UT wasn't doing any James Bond cheating or anything like that. That's the dumbest thing I've heard from the past couple of days. Private planes have been used to ferry recruits and families around daily. Watson, is he uh, telling the truth or no? <laughs> I have no clue. I don't even know what the the rules are today as I've been out a while now, but I know this Alabama flew me to Tuscaloosa six different times. Well, in recruiting, I was down there six times, awesome. picked up in Cobble, Tennessee, when the flew to was Tuscaloosa, spent the day, went back home and went and uh, did it again five more times after that. Oh I my mean, gosh. This is a joke. I mean, this stuff, and that was the sixties. I was being recruited in the sixties. <laughs> so give me a, give me a break. So uh, it's a Wednesday with Watson Brown as Coach joins us. We were talking off the air. You were saying, Tony, y- your brother's in the, you know your brother's in the middle of this whole thing at a Power Five school, and you were and you have friends all over the place in this deal. And one thing you were telling me is the coaches literally have no idea what's legal what's not what's I mean, nobody knows anything right now they used to have a guide bo- guidebook and guidelines and nobody has anything now right and that what you just told yeah. me yeah you used to have a book who was way too many pages in it way too many uh but now these guys are calling all the time was can you do this can you do that i mean this is on the nc2a i don't care what i don't know exactly what they're claiming with tennessee just yet i hear some of it but whatever they're claiming, they could go to the next school and claim it there. There's no, everybody is fighting for their lives. This is all new, and and you're trying to win games and put a program together, and you're having to completely change philosophy to do it. We all grew up that okay, you get this done in four or five years, build it, build it, build it. Well, now you do it in a year, and and that's not the way it's been, Tony. Not anywhere close to the way it's been. So these coaches are on the run, man. 
they're 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 fighting for their lives and and trying to keep up. And, I can't. Uh, I just can't I don't believe think we're there's here. anybody yeah. out there trying just to cheat. I think they're trying to do what they can to win and trying to figure out what they can do. And uh, this th- th- this whole thing is back on the NC two A because they jumped at this so fast before they had all the guidelines in place. And when you do that, um, I know in my business, if if you do that as a head coach before you get all your guidelines in place, and here you go. You got a disaster coming, and now it's coming back, and I think it's on the NC too. You got states suing them. I mean, this whole thing is—I've been telling you, Tony, for a year—it's going to blow up. Yes, it's going to blow up, and it's—and it's on its way to doing that. Adam Sparks told us he said that don't be surprised if the NCA decides they're going to drag. He said, "I hear there are five to twenty schools that they're going to hit." <laughs> and Watson, close your eyes and put a finger, and then take that one. Uh, right, because they, you could take anybody. They're all doing the same thing. That's the Maybe point. Maybe they're doing it with less money. That's but the they're point. all doing the same thing. And 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 like to Sean's point, they're saying, "Well, you flew Nico in a private jet across country when they know damn right well that everybody does that with everybody. If you think these kids are flying coach." And are in the back of some jammed airplane with a million people when they're going on these. Come on now, these five star well, kids. Come on, Watson. Come on. Well, I just gave you from the sixties an example. <laughs> from the sixties an example. So I mean, it's that's been going on for ever and ever and ever. And then they try to put a rule in to say, okay, now you can't fly them but once. Or, now that's the history of the NC two A. Uh, that's the history of it. And I had a school drive me up to a vet and say, you want one of these? I said, well, sure. Well, your ticket money will pay for this. It'll completely pay for this. And then they said, no, you can't do, you can't do that anymore. So, I mean, they chase stuff. And now, even when they looked organized, when they really weren't, Tony, and they're always chasing things from behind because these coaches are smart people. And and now they don't even have the guidelines. So it's ten times worse than it was when I was being recruited and as I was a recruiter. Remember, I sit and went through the Southwest Conference. I was in the middle of it mm, mm, mm. as a head coach. And when when all that went down, and it cost the conference. It divided, it split a conference up, a really good conference, by the way. <laughs> Some really good football and traditions in, in the old Southwest Conference. And and uh, the, the, the NC2A, this is on them. I don't care what anybody says, and I don't know exactly what they're saying. They got on Tennessee, Tony, and I don't know that I know the rules well enough to say if they got them or not. What are the rules? What, to your point. I don't know. What, what, can, anybody, can you bring anybody on your station and no. exactly explain all no. the rules and the way it works? No. I, I don't know. Anybody can tell me. Dante Plowman's official statement yesterday basically said there are no rules. So what what are we what are we doing here? Like what and why are you picking on us? I mean, essentially, well, I think and, they're and, getting picked on because they're being sued. Well, I think that's got to be part of this. It's got to be to me. So uh, okay, let's do this. Let's keep it legal and live and large because uh, I, I just want to do this. Le- do a legal real quick, and we'll continue with Watson. WJBE ten forty AM ninety nine point seven FM translator W two five nine AB Powell Knoxville. So we're joined by Watson Brown, and and I love him because 
in, in the era in which he did this, you know, you had to be kind of coy about what you were doing. And especially at these, you know, these power schools, the money and the boosters and this and that, which is, as he just told you, it's always been there. And we kind of have always sort of pretended. One of the favorite thing about the old school Southeastern Conference football, Watson, was when your school got a guy, it was great recruiting, and they loved your ice cream in your cafeteria and the head coach. And then when somebody else got somebody, it was cheating. But but now we're back to, okay, so the, these guys are a commodity, and this is a business, and this is a multi-billion dollar business. But the problem with the football equation, and I want people to understand this, is the NCAA doesn't see any of that money. They see the money from the basketball tournament, but they don't see money from the football deal, which is why people have talked for years and years of how this thing eventually is going to break away. Sean and I were talking, and I'm sure you remember when you were a kid, the Kurt Flood situation in baseball. Baseball had the reserve clause. You were drafted in my organization. Until I traded you, I had your rights for forever and ever. And if you wanted to play, you played under the contract that I sent you in the mail, or you didn't. And that's the way we did business. Um, and then and then Kurt Flood went to the courts and said, I'm not going to go play for the Phillies. Who wants to live in Philadelphia? They, they're terrible, and there's a young kid named Tony Basilio up. There's no way I'm living up there. So, um, and they changed professional sports uh, with that ruling. Adam told me that if the NCAA comes out and says to Tennessee, hey, listen, you got Nico through uh, means that aren't legal, and we're suspending him. Adam thinks Tennessee would look at the NCAA and say, we're playing him anyway. Now, how incredible would that be, Watson, if that happened? Well, it would be incredible, but it very well could happen. I'm, I'm not saying it's what I do or wouldn't do, but it very well could happen with this thing getting deep in the courts. And and uh, I would think that Tennessee, the, the folks doing this in, the, in our state, have got to feel like there's – this is payback. I mean, they, they've got to feel like that. Whether it is or isn't, I would feel that way. Uh, so I, I don't you, know where it's headed. I just think we're going to bust quick. from the NC2A. I think football will bust from the NC2A. But I've been telling you that for a couple of years. Yes. And I, I think this is just going to be another great example of of what, what goes down. I mean, the, the rules, the way the words were, you realize in the Southwest Conference, Tony, the way that SMU got caught, was a kid got upset and left, mm-hmm. and they were the first to get caught. They got upset and left, but it got to the NC2A that he was being paid money and not working for the money, that he was being paid to work a job that he never showed up to do. That's the way that thing started. I mean, it's it, that could happen in today's world. Somebody be paying a kid to do this or do commercials, and he won't show up. Is that illegal? Um, I mean, does the does the business sue that kid? But is the is the university responsible in any way? Uh, there is so much out there with this that when I ask good friend coaches that are head coaches still today, they can't answer it for me. They can't give me an answer. What does that tell you? It's a mess. I just think I don't know how quick it's going to be. But I just think that football will end up pulling out of the NC2A before it's all said and done. And this might be. This, this, this kid, might do it. This kid's name might be right well, there. Well, he's, he like is a big time name. Day. Yeah. And if they drag another 15 or 20 in it, you, I promise you, look out. Here we go. Football's fixing to pull out. 
Sean, go ahead. You were saying. I think a couple of things you would look at real quickly is that I imagine there were several schools contacting Nico's high school coach or family just to let them know that they've got a soft landing spot uh, for Nico if he wants to leave Tennessee. And second of all, if they asked him to suspend him, UT would just go get an injunction from a friendly court around here and nullify that whole deal until the proceedings were uh, uh, were concluded and he could play. It's another great point because Adam said ultimately the ball's in the NCAA's court. He said the NCAA could come back to Tennessee and say, hey, you know what, we're just going to do something and make it look like we've punished you a little bit and... Uh, kind of save face here, and we both sort of live. You'll live happily ever after, and we'll live as long as we're going to live. Which, Watson, I'm with you when it comes to football. I don't think they have long to live because uh, I don't know what the role is right now. And yeah. and I sense from talking to you that, and you've got friends all over the place in this deal, that the per, the coaches and the administrators down through the years rarely agreed on much. I think they're both in borderline unison that it's time for the NCAA to rewrite that book and to get out of the way. I think that's where we are, uh, Watson. What do you think? Tony, I've been telling you for a couple of years on this, too. I said that they, the NCAA, the football needs to pull out, in my opinion, and they need a football man in charge that understands the workings that have gone on for 50 years and, mm-hmm. and and how to put a package together, um, and, and I think it's it's important to have a guy that understands the business world and the money. I get that, but I also think they need a person in charge of the if it's the Power Fives. Let's talk about that things they've gone through for fifty years, and not just now, but put together a common sense. You can't put something together if you're dealing with people that were never involved in it. Somebody. A coach AD both, maybe, or maybe a guy that was a coach and then became an AD for 30 years after that. Or they need that kind of person in charge of this when they when they split. And I also believe they need to have our five commissioner, group of five commissioner, yeah. FCS commissioner, division two commissioner. They, they need it. The, the things you do, I've been in division two, uh, I've been in FCS, and I've been in power five. I've done them all, and there are major differences from Division Two to Power Five, and I've been in Group of Five, and so they need to be a commissioner for each one because everybody has different problems on the levels they're on. I don't think we make it till we get to that point, and and the second thing they're going to have to do is they're going to have to find guidelines, which NCAA didn't do, just like the NFL on this free agency, and That's right. And I'm not talking about contracts for three years or something. I'm talking about how you spend the money on kids. There's going to have to be some guidelines say, okay, you come in as a freshman um, and you're a quarterback, this is as high as you can go or That's right. whatever. They've got to I come up with something. I, because just, if you yeah. don't, Tony, this thing's going to go out of sight. A rookie cap. And, and, yeah. and the guy, yeah. the quarterback that's at Tennessee now, Looks to me like, from what I'm reading, I don't know everything. That's why I don't want to comment too much on that because I don't know enough. But um, he looks like he's been paid well. God bless him. I mean, that's that's fair. 
Well, that's the way of the world. But they've got I, to hit yeah. toward the NFL in some way. He, they he, got to. Here's a little break. Here, not only this breaking news, but this is this is a really interesting aside I found out in the last 24 hours. So, one of the reasons that Tennessee is so emphatic in their defense of themselves and standing up here is that nowhere on the NICO document does the name University of Tennessee appear. Nowhere. Now, that's pretty significant. Now, I, I, a, little birdie, a little birdie whispered that in my ear. And that's one of the reasons why you see them so defiant publicly. Look, Watson, you and I both know, um, sometimes, these, sometimes people that rise to the level of, of these universities can't tie their own shoes. And sometimes you get really smart people that are in charge. And in this case... At Tennessee right now, we've had some people in the past, Watson. I wonder how they drove to work in the morning, let alone ran the university, okay? Uh, these people here, they have in charge right now. And you know I'll call an ace and ace and spade a spade, and I don't care to do it. These people that are in charge right now are extremely sharp. I'm talking this Donde Plowman, this chancellor, is one of the smartest, emotionally intelligent, room-reading obviously a book smart person to get to where she's gotten but extremely emotionally intelligent uh off the charts politician very good at what she does there's no way she's jumping out there like that with that strongly worded uh case unless she knew hey this is airtight for us we're in great shape here plus they have a whole legal team behind them nowhere does tennessee's name appear on that document watson that's pretty significant it's very significant, and and through my many years in this, I don't remember presidents doing that. Not many at all would stick their neck out early in a process like this uh, for what's going on at the University of Tennessee. And, and I think that tells you how frustrated all these universities are. I think that exactly right there tells you that the, the, from the top down, they feel uncomfortable with this stuff, and I'll I'll defend any coach on that because if I yep. I was out, thank goodness, right before all this started hit, it would have drove me crazy because I was a very organized kind of in my mind and wanted everything tracked out, mapped out. Here's what we're going to do. Here's how we're going to do it. And I don't know that I could coach right now with the way this stuff is. And um, and and out raising money, you're out. What you're not, you're not coaching your kids. Now you're out raising money. You're trying to come up with money so your collective is deep enough. And yep. I, I just I, I couldn't handle it. But there there's not a process right now. It's sure not organized. And I'm not sure that, that the NC2A by stepping into this like they're doing may have created their own monster themselves. Do, do you you know who the great commissioner would be, a first commissioner in this thing? Nick Saban would be a great first commissioner. Yeah, somebody right? that's been through it. Uh, uh, a great AD somewhere. Yeah. Would, wouldn't be a, well, like, I'm thinking about a Saban, right? I'm thinking about a guy who, when he talks, you know, he never smiles, obviously, but he makes sense, right? Yeah. He, he would not be afraid to at times piss somebody off, which is what you need. You need somebody that's going to go, hey, look, 
I've thought about this. This is kind of where we're going to move here. And I know it's going to make you guys mad, but I know it's going to make the coaches mad, or I know it's going to make the administrators mad, but this is sort of kind of where this thing needs to go. And, Watson, until they collective collectively bargain with these kids, this stuff's going to keep popping up. Because oh, the NCAA has got to go up. away. They've got to give these kids rights. They've got to make them employees. And they've got to have a cap, like you said. They have to. they got to go the NFL way. And we all as coaches know that. It's got to head in that direction. And uh, it's, it's not anywhere close to that right now. No, it's not. I heard somebody say, well, we're, in part of what the – Tennessee, Virginia are suing for is that these kids can, you can put a, a thing in place before they get to campus. Isn't that what I read? Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. Well, how could you not do it that way? I mean, do you think these kids are, in the, high school kids or transfer kids getting the portal are going to a place and not have any clue what how they're going to be taken care of financially? I mean, who, who takes a job that way, Tony, ever? And this is a job. You, who who goes exactly and takes right. the job, and you take the job and don't even know what you're going to be paid? I mean, th- that's ridiculous that the NC2A would even set that up that way. Honestly. I mean, they're, yeah. they're just things that drive me crazy. It's and, nuts. And I've always backed NC. I've been an NC2A guy, and I, uh, I didn't like getting beat by somebody that was cheating to beat me. I didn't like that. But now, to me, it's a different world, man. They've put everybody... They backed everybody up against the wall with their hands up. And uh, that's the way I see it. I'm kind of proud of Tennessee today. Because I thought when no, this I, thing I broke yesterday. No, yeah, You have no reason not to be. Yeah. Uh, let's see where it goes from here. But you have no reason not to be. Because what the state of Tennessee is is suing the NC2A for is exactly what they're trying to come after Tennessee for in some way, some form or another, in my personal opinion. And let's think about this. When the state of Tennessee the suing, it's not just the University of Tennessee. It's Memphis, their university. It's uh, middle down there, and that football coach and those coaches, they're everybody's cheering for this across the state right now that's involved in intercollegiate athletics. Because, as you said, Watson, if you're doing it here this person over here in their small corner has to be doing it as well, or you're not going to keep your job. This is the reality of what we're talking about here. And who knows how this thing's going to play out. Does the NCAA go to the edge with Tennessee and and face extinction? Or do you think they back down, come to their senses and say, hey, you know what, uh, we would rather we would rather – it's kind of like you and I were talking off the air about these young coaches. Sometimes, a, uh, and, that, and this is an analogy here, but sometimes in, in the NFL, these general managers and these owners who are getting more and more involved, these owners are, will sit down with these guys and they'll say, these head coaches, either you fire your staff or you're getting fired. Now, the NCAA has a decision today to make. They're either going to fire their staffs and live another day, or they're going to risk getting fired themselves if they don't back off here. What do you think the NCAA does here, uh, Watson Brown? You've seen these people for years and years. I, I, I have no clue because I don't think they've kind of known what they've been doing the last four or five. I mean, they, they're just running. They're, they're trying to put something together on the run. Tony, how dumb is that? I mean, we're talking big-time business now. I'm talking major dollars. 
at these universities on the on the Power Five level, and 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 the NC two A that's wishy washy. I really believe this court case will have a lot to do with what the NC two A does. If Tennessee, Virginia, and I hear there's going to be other states come in that. Uh, when that goes to court, and that'll go to court long before they get Tennessee on something, um, re- violations, in my opinion. This court case will come up pretty quick. And this might even speed it up. These, these, these states are going to fight to want to get this done and probably could go to a judge and, and say that because nobody knows what they're doing. So there needs to be more guidelines here before everybody gets in trouble. I just think it's coming to a head. And it needs to. I knew it would. Uh, it's amazing that our state is 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 one of the states really deeply involved in it now. But this had to happen. It had to happen. The only consistent thing I've heard a coach talk about, Tony, through all of this, and I, I've been listening to it now for whatever many years, what, eight, seven, eight years, whatever, when all this first started, is the one thing coaches don't like is another coach contacting their kid before he goes in the transfer. That's the only thing I've consistently heard from coaches. Everything else, I'm not sure they even know what the rule is to say they don't like seeing this coach do this or that. Uh, But that's the only thing that's ever popped up that I've heard from coaches consistently is it's wrong for a school to contact my kid when they know he ain't making a lot of money and say, you come here, you go to the transfer portal, we'll bring you here and pay you this. And uh, so that's the only thing I hear from coaches. And you know what's interesting about that, Watson, that whole tampering thing? If you had a commissioner, you could address that. It's, you know, a strong commissioner, a Nick Saban, somebody like that could nip that in the bud immediately. Exactly. Guys, from now on, and girls in these women's sports, from now on, if you get caught doing this, this is a penalty. And by yeah. the way, don't try it. Don't, don't try, try it or we will penalize you. Yeah. Uh, you that know, in the NFL, me, take a draft pick away from people. Absolutely. I mean, look, if you don't put something on the books, human nature is, Watson, I will take what you have. And I will justify it to myself. However, I'm going to do it because guess what? If I don't do it to you, you're going to do it to me. Tony, we live in a world and always have that... Even the people trying to do it right push the envelope as far as they can possibly push it to get what they want done. Watson Brown, you agree with that? Hey, listen, I I find you a gentleman and a scholar. I appreciate you engaging in this conversation today. You've been incredible, as you always are. And next week we're going to come back and we're going to talk about this Super Bowl because I'm going to tell you something. This guy from Kansas City, they've taken his wide receivers away from him. He doesn't have a great running game around him. He was a miracle worker on Sunday how they won that game. This guy, yeah, the arm slots and the way he throws the ball and gets the ball out, I mean, what in cool the world? customer in the pocket. Cool as wow. you can be in that pocket, man. Wow. People around him, he slides around. He knows when to take off. He's cool as a cucumber, I'm telling you. You know what's crazy? You know what's crazy about him? And he obviously, the whole Kansas City thing's overexposed, and the Chiefs, and the whole thing, and the Andy Reid's on every commercial now because he needs the money, and Taylor Swift, and the whole deal. Yeah. Nobody in that equation talks about how brilliant of a quarterback this guy is. That thing he, that what they did on Sunday, Watson, it was like he was from another planet. The play was no. the plays he was making. He's making plays, and I think Andy Reid is coach of the year. 
It's unbelievable. He's sitting there. He's sitting there late in the year, Tony. I don't know if you need to go, but he's sitting there late in the year, and he's not even. He's barely in the playoffs if he's in at all. And he says, "We got to do something." And what he does is he knows he don't have the wide receiver play, so he goes to a two tight end, mm. two wide receiver offense. That's their base offense now. They ran it nearly the whole game, other than long mm. yarded situations the other day, and it has completely turned them around. They're running the ball better. Now Travis Kelsey, because there's two tight ends in the game, isn't being covered by DBs all the time. He's being covered by linebackers because of the personnel groupings. And he's come back in the side again. And, uh, I mean, and, and safeties, run-type safeties trying to cover him. And so Andy Reid, and then to have the respect to walk in the room and say, no, we're going to two tight ends, fellas. We're changing what we're doing. And everybody in the room buy into that, including Patrick Mahomes. And uh, I just I, I give him and Patrick both of them, Andy and Patrick, the credit man for where they are, and I think they're winning the whole thing. Watson Brown, much love to you. I give it to Taylor Swift, but I'm a simpleton. So you have <laughs> hey, you, you have a wonderful day, my man. Thank you. Same thing, Tony. Talk to y'all. Yes, sir. And that's a Wednesday with Watson Brown, who just said, "Look, his brother's in the middle of this." And none of these guys know any of the rules. And let's just go pick on Tennessee, just for the hell of it. I mean, let's just – and Tennessee said, you know what? No, not on my watch. Don – I'm telling you this right now. Don Day Plowman is not – and I'm I'm not a worshiper of these people. I'm not. I mean, I try to call – I call balls and strikes on here. In my time of doing this, she is as top-notch as they get. Hey, she could be a commissioner. Go ahead, Sean. Well, it's, it's, it's interesting because the, the oh, Pat Forty, I, I, you probably won't hear him much now, uh, but uh, just to make matters a little more complicated for the NCA, uh, Marsha Blackburn, one of our senators, she just tweeted out, good on Tennessee and UT Knoxville for standing up for the rights of the student-athletes. I'm calling on the Senate Commerce Committee to take this issue up to hold the NCAA accountable. So this whole narrative has been flipped from UT is cheating to now the a senator is now saying, hey, wait a second, the NCAA needs to be held accountable for screwing its student-athletes. Which is what you said earlier, which is a great point, that the, the, the release from Tennessee yesterday and that email was written from an athlete-centric point of view, which all points back to you're dealing with really smart people in charge. Well played by her. We'll continue with more. All lines are jammed. We'll get to you on the other side after this. This is Coach Trader's Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. 
You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello. My name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Noisen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. If you have Medicare and Medicaid, you may be able to get more help to cover your care and costs. A United Healthcare Dual Complete Plan can help you get more benefits than original Medicare. Whether you choose our online tools or over-the-phone support, United Healthcare will help you compare options so you can choose a plan with confidence. See if you qualify for a United Healthcare Dual Complete Plan. Call 855 UHC More. That's 855 UHC More. 855 UHC M O R E.
This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. TB back with you. It is um, talking to Sean off the air here, and, and people in Twitter spaces were listening to us. But this this emboldened approach by Tennessee is extremely heartening. It's extremely interesting. Extremely interesting. And we're witnessing history here. This is history. Now, it's not history that everybody in the media is kind of cheering for. There's an old guard media out there that is an institutional media when it comes to the NCAA. And that 40 guys, one of them, they love, they love, love the rules. They love the rules. These guys would have been, and gals, some of them, would, they would have been great Sadducees and Pharisees. For those of you uh, like me, semi-literate about the Bible, um, I'm no biblical scholar, but they would they love the rules. Oh, man. They love them. And when you read it, and you can see the pH. Some of these people, when they're talking on some of these shows, or you hear them on these shows, or you watch their work, and their pH and their blood changes when they're talking about, well, it was rule so-and-so. And the extra benefit of a flight going across the country. And then you get Watson Brown in here saying, well, when Alabama recruited me, they like flew my family five times in the 60s. Bear Bryant. I, I got five plane tickets. I, I don't know. I mean, the rolls. But it was against the rolls. Let's go back to the phones. And Tennessee's basically saying, uh, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. So let's go to the phones to get our next call in on a Wednesday, the show of record. Let's get our Good next morning, call in. Good morning, Tony. Hello and welcome in. It's Holly. Hey, Holly. Welcome in. I was just scrolling through Twitter. There was a funny, well, not funny. It was just a little video snippet of uh, the Clemson coach and two recruits in a very nice private plane, and they were circling, circling the uh Stadium, and they were over. They were looking out over it. You know, it was obviously a recruiting visit. So I thought that was kind of funny after what you just said about the, um, you know, about the rules and regulations. But anyway, I just kind of think that the NCAA may have just committed suicide. Um, I go back to the, you know, the, all of this is. Do you realize the Sherman Act, which is what the Antitrust Act of in the United States is? It was founded in 1890 in our country, and it has stood the test of time. And there's not a level-headed American out there that would go for not supporting that act. And I was reading the NCAA in print and in, I don't know if it was an interview or whatever, recently stated that uh, they were going to view some issues with the viewpoint of you're guilty until you're proven innocent. Okay, everything in the U.S. judicial system, everything that's American, is built on the fact that you are not guilty until proven innocent. Can you imagine trying to defend that statement that is out there in the public? Can you imagine having defend, to defend that comment in a lawsuit. It is 
unbelievable to me that somebody would be that dumb. And um, I, I can't get over the fact that they think that they can create guidelines, uh, and they're calling them guidelines, outside the foundational structures of the United States, which they have the privilege of being a part of. Yes, and, and the problem with the problem with the NCA has always been, and these institutions, okay, they're in business when they want to be in business. Like when they're collecting ticket revenue from fans, they're in business. But when it comes time to paying taxes, they're not paying any. And the NCA is the same way. It's like, well, we're in business, but we're kind of not. But you're talking about the Sherman Act, which prohibits activities that restrict interstate commerce and competition in the marketplace. And basically, it forbids any type of price fixing in any industry. The only way they could stop this is by introducing collective bargaining and giving these, um, calling exactly. these kids what they are, which is employees. And until you do that, you've, you're not going to be able to stop these schools from paying what they want to pay for these workers. That's essentially what we're going to do. It's it's not going to work. It can't work. It's not legal, as you say. And isn't it interesting that it's come down to, you know, all these big organizations in the world and in our country, they know this. They know how to navigate this, and they know what they can and can't do. But isn't it interesting now that this is coming ahead to a head, and it's hurting student athletes i do think it's out of control and all this craziness is going on but i can remember back in college one of my best buddies in the 70s was the great mickey marvin one of our football players yes he lived in a dorm in the summer uh when the athletic dorm was closed and he was a gentle giant just the nicest fellow and that kid almost starved to death he had no money nothing and i remember my daddy sent me money and said you go and buy pizzas and i bet i said that or my daddy fed that kid 20 pizzas that summer he was starving but he violated the ncaa rules how you guys that's right yeah exactly if anybody had heard that i guess technically my father, me, and, and him all violated just so it's that kid so could eat. He was a giant. It's so he stupid. He needed to eat. It's so and stupid. I, I just, I keep thinking about that yeah. all these years later, and I'm just like, I am so ready not to just have be a hammer, to be a sledgehammer. And if I, I really believe that other colleges and other states are going to band together with this. I think in the next few days we're going to have tons of sta- you know people jump on the bad wagon, and they're going to collectively say, you know, okay, old dudes, there's a new sheriff in town, and this is a new world order, and you need to get with it, or we're going to annihilate you. We are going to go scorched earth. So either sit down, and we're going to be in charge, not you, of coming up with what the rules are. Otherwise... You're gone. Uh, I really believe that. I, I I greatly appreciate, Holly, your input. Great stuff. Thanks. Thank you. Unbelievable. And and here's the thing. Here's the thing. Let us not forget this, okay? 
we have a tendency to take the NCA and say the NCA, the NCA. What is the NCAA? Um, the NCAA is what? It's a collection of those schools. It's a mirror of itself. The problem here, and this is why Watson said what he said earlier, you need a commissioner of all levels. See, what they've done is they're giving everybody a seat at this table. And, and if you think for a second that James Madison and Tennessee are playing the same sport when it comes to football, they are not. They are not. And that's the problem. And that's what needs to be rectified here. Because none of this is ever going to make sense till you get past that. So we go back to our phones. On a day where it's pretty incredible, it's pretty historical what te- what's happened here in the state of Tennessee today, with the state itself putting its seal behind the University of Tennessee in this issue, and this matter against the NCAA. This is pretty... This is pretty historical. Let's go to the phones. Hello and welcome in. Hey, Tony. How you doing this morning? Hey, Greg. Hey, just wanted to let you know, you sound kind of low on the phone. I can't hardly hear you. I don't know. It's never done that before. Okay. Anyway. Cool. Um, I'm happy about what's going on, brother. Uh, it's taken somebody that has had enough as well as, Their fans, of course, have had enough, but it took an institution with the guts to go all out. The evil empire, which is the NCAA. You know, one thing this tells us about them, you haven't heard a word from them about anything. All these months, NILs have been going on. Haven't heard a word from the big guys there. Then all of a sudden, this story comes out by 40. And it's evil. It's an evil doing of the NCAA. Seems to me that's all they live for, is to be the big evil empire. You know, let's get these uh, schools, let's get these players, blah, blah, blah. You know, people are sick of it. I think it's put the nail in the coffin and Tennessee and Virginia right now, whoever joins them will finish nailing that nail in the coffin and they'll be gone. I think one reason why we haven't heard from Greg Sankey yet, I might be overstepping this, but he might be on the phone, his people contacting commissioners all across the country to have a hearing a meeting, special meeting, and the NCAA will be gone. And they'll have a new organization, a new association that will take over college sports. This is probably something I'm hoping. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Greg, Greg Sankey, um, Greg Sankey, could have done that several months ago. Adam Sparks said something interesting, and I think Adam's right about this. Greg Sankey kind of wants the NCA there because they, I don't think anybody really knows what's next. And I think he's one of them. I, I think it's one of those deals where you are more comfortable with the known than you are the unknown. And 
it's interesting because Greg Sankey, they could have eradicated the NCAA a long time ago if that was their. Uh, again, I'm back to this. Don't forget, the NCAA is these member institutions. That's who they are. Yeah, they're the ones that collect all that money, and they don't do anything good. They don't do anything good, and I'll say that again, for the institutions they represent. Yeah. Well, uh, listen, I appreciate you. Thank you, my friend. Great, great talking to you as Greg has chimed in. Let's go back to our TLD Logistics phone line on a day that, you know, we're just kind of calling this as what it is. This is some history that we're living through here. And this is a day I never thought I'd see. I, I, I'm so used to Tennessee turtling up in the fetal position when things like this come down that I thought that was just kind of what you did. Their response yesterday I thought was strong. Today... Today is, I mean, it's giving me chills thinking about where we are right now. And it's justified. They're having their own Shiano Sunday in, at the University of Tennessee. They've had enough. They've had enough. Let's go to the phones. Hello and welcome into our next call. Hey, guys, it's Paul Ewan. Hey, Paul. Got a couple questions for you. Sure. Uh, if Dante, if Mrs. Plowman... If she was coaching that Purdue Sweet 16 game, would Grant be on the bench to start overtime? What do you think, uh, Cinco? You think that lady could coach if you gave her the opportunity? And would Grant Williams have been on the bench to start overtime? Uh, Donde Plowman could coach? Yes. Don't know. Uh, I've never seen her coach. I don't know. If, if she was six foot eleven center uh, and she played last night, would she get more than five rebounds? I don't know. I'll tell you what. Our our bigs last night were atrocious. <laughs> wow. What was that last night? You well, know, it was go. I mean, they couldn't. They couldn't hit the. They no. couldn't hit shippies. They couldn't catch. They no. Couldn't, I mean, it was awful. Sean, I'm 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 doing Garza Law Tennessee basketball overtime last night, and if I said it once, I said it a million times. Just a bizarro world basketball game from the combinations that Rick Barnes played to the decisions by the guys on the floor to the easy miss shots and to the fact that South Carolina played a lot harder than us in our building. Everything about last night's game was just weird. Really well, can we, weird. Can we get a B on the lookout for a Triple J? Oh, I mean, my he's been gosh. A, he's been a missing person for about three weeks. Wait, Tony, is Brian in the studio? I didn't hear, I haven't no, heard him. No, no, Brian's on assignment today. All right. Well, I got one last thing. My dream for the Super Bowl, all right, is, uh, you know, I, I, I want the Niners to win, but when the KC Chiefs win and Kelsey proposes the Swift after the game, my dream would be that Swift ends up marrying Kelsey, but she doesn't make him sign a prenup, and Kelsey gets half of her fortune. No doubt about it. And and I, I appreciate you. You know, what if he proposes and she says no? Let's go back to our phones. No, not Wait, really. Now, can I jump in here? Yeah. Well, there may be a thought out there that uh, coaches and everything don't want regulation. They, nothing can be further from the truth. They Coaches, Spire, they, they want some guidelines. Yep. Because uh, Spire doesn't want to have to keep increasing 
their uh, fundraising. Coaches, coaches actually like rules because then the best coach, the hardest working coach, the one that'll, that, that puts in the effort has the advantage. Yes. I mean, they, they, now what's happening is a lot of collectives are just buying players for crappy coaches that don't want to go out and recruit. That's exactly right. If you if you put if you yeah. put everybody on a level playing field, the best coaches, the best recruiters will actually like that because then they get rewarded for their extra efforts. Well, it's kind of like this, right? The NFL is set up for total parity, right? But invariably, in four or five year increments, the best teams always, the best organizations always win. That find the best players, that develop players, that however you want to put that. Um, like Watson said, the thing that they uniformly, all coaches will tell you, is I hate the fact that you're recruiting somebody off my roster. In fact, I hate the fact that I'm recruiting somebody off your roster. And I wish we didn't have, of, of all the stuff that's going on in this era, and it really confuses fans, too. The fact that, like Bino was talking about that, the fact that this guy can be on your roster one minute and the next minute he's over there and there's no punishment for it and there's no, and Brian called it pickup football, which is pretty accurate. It's like pickup sports. You know, you, you look at basketball right now, Sean, these programs We'll have seven and eight new players every year. I mean, what what is that? Like but if I was a player, Sean, that's exactly what I would jump around. So would you. So would any of us. Well, well and I, and I don't understand how the NCAA can they can selectively look at different problems. You have a state in Missouri right. that passes a law saying that kids that are going to the University of Missouri mm-hmm. can get paid while they're in high school. Mm-hmm. But that, um, okay, well then, mm-hmm. technically that should be against the rules. Because right. if they were going to, like, uh, Ryan Wingo right. from Missouri but went to Texas, mm-hmm. my understanding is he couldn't get paid. But uh, Williams in Winery, who ended up, go, you know, one of the top players who wasn't even looking at Missouri hard until this law changed. I mean, that, that, that's, that's silly. None of this, Sean, and that's, and Sean hits something really interesting here. Tennessee, if, if the NCA goes through with this and says, hey, you're, he's suspended, which they might, they really might. Adam was not speaking out of school today. If that in fact happens, Tennessee is not pulling him out of anything. They've already signaled that. There's no way they're pulling him out of anything. Not out of practice. Not out of a game if it comes to that. And they're going to continue to recruit through their collective the way they have. I can promise you that. Now, are other schools going to try and use this against Tennessee? Sure. But as long as you're, as long as you're telling me that the check's clearing or I see you put something in my bank account, what what you know what's the old phrase we have right money talks and the ncaa what are they in this equation they can walk because tennessee right now is the hammer and the ncaa is the nail let's talk about it after this this is trip stoltz with columbia ace hardware i love listening to 101.7 wkom fm columbia tennessee 
celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. Celebrate love with Tillis Jewelry's exclusive Valentine's Day Pink Box Special. Surprise your special someone with an exquisite piece from our collection, elegantly presented in a charming pink box. Each box comes with delectable chocolates and is adorned with a beautiful white bow. My name is Jenna, and this Valentine's Day, let's make it unforgettable. Because when you choose Tillis, you're not just giving a gift, you're creating a moment that will be cherished forever. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day -day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Brown's Body Shop, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin, is here to serve Murray and Williamson County. We have over 50 years of business with all the experience combined. All insurance claims, as well as unibody and frame repairs and glass claims are welcomed. Call today for selected insurance companies, 931-381-4915 Columbia, and Franklin, 615-794-1959. Or check us out at www.brownsbodyshop.com. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. This is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager at Columbia Ace Hardware. We have changed our store hours to better serve our community. Columbia Ace Hardware is now open from 7 to 7, Monday through Friday, from 8 to 4 on Saturday, and closed on Sunday. Come see us at 112 East James Campbell Boulevard and let us show you customer service that can only be found at Columbia Ace Hardware. This is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. 
I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shurex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. Don't let pain keep you out of the game. Murray Regional Physical Therapy's experienced team of therapists can help you recover from surgery, injury, or illness by designing a plan that meets your unique needs. We utilize state-of-the-art equipment and proven techniques to help you get back to doing the things you love. Schedule a consultation at any of our convenient Southern Middle Tennessee locations by calling 931-380-4014. Murray Regional Health, where clinical excellence meets compassionate care. In Tuscaloosa, we live by the blue-collar basketball motto. Stepping back, deep three, bottom. Hard work. Two on one, driving, stepping through, tough shot, got it to go. Dedication. Front court to the rack. Oh! And teamwork. Play the song for the champions of the Southeastern Conference. Join us for every game right here on your home for Alabama basketball. Right here, Saturdays on WKOM 101.7 FM. Debbie Matthews Realtor and her husband Jason, who is a pro songwriter, also own a music publishing company. They live in historic downtown Columbia with their dogs. Dog rescue work is their passion project. They consider Middle Tennessee their backyard and their lives are full of all things Tennessee. Debbie says there is no greater honor than to help someone find a home. To be trusted with that job, there is no greater privilege. Call Debbie at the Nashville Realty Group, 615-476-3224, Hi, I'm Kurt Green, and I'm with 7th Element, and we're going to be in the Columbia area at Columbia State Community College at the Cherry Theater, February 24th. That's Saturday, February 24th, and we would love for you to be there. You can get your tickets on Eventbrite, and just look for 7th Element and Friends. Concert's going to be at 6 p.m., 6 p.m., and you can find us at 7thElement.com, 7thElement.com. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Just a real, as we welcome you back, Flashpoint Day. You know, that's... I remember being on the day the Supreme Court issued their deal, and, and I don't think a lot of people at that point... I'm not pat myself on the back here, but I do have very good instincts. And I knew that day that things would never be the same. Now, we didn't realize what exactly how quickly that was going to happen but and that just kind of came down you know but now that we're all sort of flying with our eyes open here and and watson brown earlier said he's hearing that there will be other states that are going to jump on this thing um we're living through a very sick uh, a a a very significant significant day here in the history of collegiate sports 
And I know you say, well, you guys are being myopic and you're in Tennessee market, blah, 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 blah. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. This is very significant. What the state attorney general's done today is extremely significant. Don Day Plowman's wording, nobody talks to the NCA like that. Nobody. Nobody. As the old commercial used to go. Nobody. But let's do this. I got calls. I got me and you. I got tclub.team where we're going to continue the conversation. So let's do a TLD Logistics Overdrive Overtime. To the radio listener, I love you. I appreciate you. tclub.team will continue to track this. Look on the blog today. We've got some clear, cogent coverage of this. tclub.team. Check out our talking points. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia.